Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellas. I am Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. It's Wednesday, hump day, my dudes. That's right, two memes in one. No matter how stale, I'll keep saying them because I enjoy it. Also, I want to add before we get too far in that you may hear the sound of rain, and that is because it's raining. I thought if I waited long enough before recording, it would stop raining, but unfortunately, that is not how it's working today, so we're dealing with the rain. Um, it's a little bit of calm ASMR, I suppose. Sorry about that. It's also prevalent in today's interview, probably. I couldn't really hear it when I was editing. I tried to get rid of it, but it's there. It's raining. I know. Sorry, the weather didn't really want to cooperate today, unfortunately, but that's all right. We're inside where it's nice and dry anyway, so you may hear some rain, but just know it's the universe cleansing itself, having a nice shower, and giving you some ASMR to listen to. It's a very calm episode today. We're very calm. But I did mention that there is rain in an interview, but that means that we have to have an interview. Well, I am happy to say that today I have a fantastic interview with Charles's writing partner. That's right, we've interviewed Charles Carpenter on the podcast, and today we are completing the set, the collector's edition, with his writing partner for the Shield of Destiny, Skeeter Jones. I'm super excited for this interview, so I'm just going to toss it to myself in the studio without much more ado, so... Take it away, Peyton. Thanks, Peyton. I'm here today in my Zoom studio with a writer and director who works with our previous guest, Charles Carpenter, on the Shield of Destiny series. It's writer-director Skeeter Jones. Thank you so much for being here in my Zoom studio. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So I thought to get things started, I wanted to ask which career path, either writing or directing, was like your first sort of love or passion, or have they always been intertwined? Intertwined. I think what happened, it's evolved over the years. I started out in the business as an actor. However, being on so many and stuff like that, I was drawn to directing and, uh, and writing. And when Charles and I end up um, forming a team, a writing team, then I would direct everything. We would write it. I would direct everything. He would act in it. And sometimes I would act in it. So intertwined and it's become... Now it's a staple of writer-director. How did you sort of discover your passions for these? Good question. Over the years, being on set and knowing, you know, I think everybody has a superpower. Mm -hmm. And what is your superpower? You have to find it. People who know their superpower very early and they can work towards it are great on you. Mm -hmm. However, I wasn't one of those cats. (laughs) I don't want to say I fell into what I'm doing now. However, the short answer of it is I fell into it and then in falling into it, then I was like, oh, I like this over here. I like this over here. And I'm the kind of person I grasp. I can, you know, if I like something, I'm going to go all the way with it. Mm -hmm. So when acting started and I was having uh, a lot of success with that and I was seeing what the directors and the writers were doing, I wanted to do that. And once I did that, it was it was just the floodgates open. Mm -hmm. Do you think that sort of being a director has helped you be a better writer or vice versa? Or how do they help each other out? Good question. Another good question. Um, I always say as an actor, director made me a better actor. Mm -hmm. Editing has made me all around. So being able to edit and seeing it through, okay, this thing that you love so much over here that takes 15 seconds I needed it in three seconds. So now I got to go, how do I get that seconds? 
Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, for me, and that's why Charles and I make such a great team, is Charles, as I'm pretty sure you know, he likes to talk. Yeah. And he, <laughs> likes, he likes to rap like that. <laughs> I have to go to him, man, I need this in two words instead of 20 words. <laughs> you know? So uh, we make a great team. And I know where my superpower lies. And my superpower lies in directing and writing. Mm-hmm. So going into writing more, what would you say your, your writing process looks like? How would you describe it? I'm more of the, I have, as you know, a writing partner. Mm-hmm. Like Charles is my writing. And I've, in some of my other scripts, I've always had a partner. Mm-hmm. And in that partnership, my job is to make sure as a director, the story can be seen and it's on the paper. So whenever people, even our books, People go, oh, I can see this as a movie. Of course you can, because you have two uh, movie guys write a, a book, you know, yeah. or books. So that's where my job is. I'm your second half job. A lot, of, a lot of people say, oh, you're just an editor. And I go, absolutely not. I create these characters. I create this story, you know. So uh, I help create. I'm not going to say I'm all of it, because it, I the other half of it. Now, as a writer, I always tell Charles, I'm the one who can come in and we have gumbo. You know what gumbo is? It's, yeah. Okay. I can come in. Now, some gumbo, if you taste it, you'd be like, Ooh, what is that? And some gumbo, oh my gosh, that's thing is to slice bread. So I'm the guy that comes in and makes sure all the spices are right. I'm the guy to go, hey, we got to move this here. I love this scene, but the scene is better over here, not here. We need to add this character over here. Let's write for a character here. And we, this character's journey need to go here. You know what I'm saying? So for me and Charles, that's why we work so well together. Charles's imagination just, you know, is incredible. He gives me all this gumbo, this ingredients, and I get to play and mold this ingredients. Yeah. So, so then how do you work to develop your story and uh, the, the world that you're aiming to show people? First and foremost, I think story is everything. Mm-hmm. I, if you or you, you just have a lot of characters going nowhere, doing whatever it is. I'm going to say there's formulas. You know, you have the hero's journey. You have the antagonist, protagonist. You know, you get them in the stuff, you get them out. You get them in, you get them out. I always tell people, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. I love that Charles uses this analogy. He goes, you know, in the Titanic, you know the boat is going to go down. <laughs> how, how does the boat go down? You know, what does that two hours entail? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we are. I can tell you the whole story, but now it's one of the, how do we get there? Yes, that guy's going to die. He's going to die, but how does he die? Yeah. You know, or in, in, you know, in his wake of dying, you know, all that other good stuff. So you try to layer and layer and layer. You, you put your protagonists in situations, you get them out. You put them back in, you get them out. You put them back in, you get them out. So stuff like that. Does that way of sort of writing and working with that, does that sort of flow into your directing as well? Or what does your process look like now? (laughs) I come from, again, I come from acting. So I'm your actor's director because I believe as a director, I can get you to any emotion I need you to get to. I can ask you to go there because I've done it myself or I know how to get there. So most actors are very comfortable with me because of that. I try to make it as loose as possible, even if it's a heavy scene. I try to make it as loose as possible so we can play. I always say, let's go play in the sandbox. Because remember when you were little, you always wanted to play in the sandbox, castles and whatever else have you. So I always 
go play in a sandbox. And I try to relieve any pressure that is necessary for that scene. Now, I'm also adding pressure because if I need you to get to a certain attitude, I got to push some buttons. Yeah. But I'll push some buttons because you believe in me, Rector. You believe that I have your best interests at heart. And when you see it on screen, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, yes. You know, I try to be a, as collaborative as possible, but it's also as long as I get what I need to tell the great story. You know, you, you work with Charles and others. So how do you, what do you look for when you're trying to find a partner or how do those sort of partnerships develop? I'm a, you're going to hear this over and over and over, a great story. Because most people, they think they have something going on. And including myself, oh, this is the best thing since sliced bread. This, you, how can you not like this? You know, <laughs> stuff like that. You, 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 you got like this. And sometimes it's not like that. But yeah. then my job is to, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Well, this character, what do you think about this character being this way, this character being that way? So when people bring me stuff, I say, okay, first and foremost, I go, are you looking for me to go, this is great? Or are you looking for constructive criticism? Or not even constructive criticism, because I've got some stuff that I didn't have to, I, I was just like, oh my gosh, I, was, I, I love it. You know, it's only a couple of things differently. But again, it's tomato, tomato. At the end of the day, you have to go with what you like you know, as a writer or as the director or, you know, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know. So, goodness, I lost my train of thought. So, so you- okay, I don't know what that means, right? <laughs> that means you're a genius. They used to say that all the time. Because we're looking ahead. We're, mm-hmm. we're looking ahead. Even if I'm answering this, I'm looking ahead. We're geniuses. We're geniuses. <laughs> Thank you. So, now, you talked a little bit about this before, but you would say that you were definitely more story-driven in your writing versus character-driven? Or how do you think that those sort of intertwine in the telling of a story? Because you have to have strong characters. Mm-hmm. And your characters give you a, a, a strong story. So yeah. my character, you know, I always say, you know, even when you're writing, you go, I can't have my same characters. You know, Bobby can't be talking like Steve. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, okay, who, who, which one it is? He has to have, you know, direction. He has to have a strong direction. All your characters have to have a strong direction. Okay, what is this character after? What is their story? And each one of them have a story. The lead story must be in our book. Our lead character, his whole thing is, I have to get this girl to Mount Elderstone or I have failed. That's his whole thing. So now he takes four books to succeed. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Her, the, the female character, her whole thing is, oh, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know what kind of powers I have. Mm-hmm. So her whole journey is trying to figure out what she has going on, her powers. Then you have the antagonist. I want those powers, so I got to go get her. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. Every have a strong character. They have to have a strong why. One strong why, we can make a great story out of it. Yeah. So it's so then it would be similar to acting where you want to find like your drive in the scene. And Absolutely, mm-hmm. you got to know where you where you were, where you're going. Mm-hmm. Aim from here, and I'm going over here. And even when you know uh, when I was acting more, first thing I would do, you know, if I'm coming out of a door, okay, where am I coming from? Did I just come from the store? How am I coming into the scene? And then when I get into the scene, what do I want in the scene? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and hi, we're back. Unfortunately, Skeeter just had so much good stuff to say that I once again had to cut it into a two-parter episode. But don't worry, we'll be back next week. If you need to get your fill of Skeeter Jones's content, because he is fantastic and he has a lot of great stuff out there, you can look into his book along with Charles Carpenter. They co-write Shield of Destiny. You can find that at shieldofdestiny.com. They've got a great website up there. And also, Skeeter has a collection of books that he has published, all available on Amazon. If you just type in his name, Skeeter, S-K-I-T-E-R, Jones, J-O-N-E-S, they'll all pop up there and you can take a look at all of his work and check it out for yourself if you're interested. So if you need your fill of Skeeter Jones content until next week, that's where you can find his stuff. He also has a website, SkeeterJones.com, spelled the same way. Go ahead and check out all of his stuff. Also, if you would like to interview me as I interview my guests here on the show, please feel free to email me at Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, at storyarkark.org, and I will be happy to get to your questions on Friday. It's only a couple days away. I know, crazy. So if you want to get those questions in, please do, and I will be happy to answer them on Friday. I look forward to hearing from you. Also, if you're interested, I recommend checking out my two Charles Carpenter episodes up on the Story Arc webpage, storyarc.com slash COVID operation. Of course, that is where you can listen to all of my episodes if you're not listening to them there already. You can go there to listen to my Charles Carpenter episodes. Once again, that is the complete set with Skeeter Jones. So I have both of them now, my collector's edition completed. If you need more COVID operation, I suggest listening to those two episodes. I also just once again want to say a big thank you to Skeeter Jones for being interviewed for the podcast. And of course, once again, He'll be back next week. But that is all the time we have together today. So I will see you tomorrow. I hope you have a fantastic day. And thank you so much for tuning in. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Stay safe out there. Stay dry out there. I will see you tomorrow. Peyton, tapioca, and the ambient sounds of rain over and out.